We're very familiar with Malik Hall. You're welcome. He's someone who has struggled this season, as you are all very aware of. And you're welcome. But he's on the come up. You're welcome. And you're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. You're welcome. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, joined as always by the guy who puts the Qualtrics in John Q. Public, Kevin Gregg, <laughs> and the guy who no longer has the coolest Mike, Alex Plum. Gentlemen, how are we doing? <laughs> that was how, good. Does my, how does my old Mike pick up an old beer crack? You mm. two with your XLRs and your pop filters. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, I'm actually surprised. I didn't catch this until you hit record. How much mic discipline you're going to need, Michael? Because uh, you can really hear it when you turn your head. Oh, yep. You just That's stare worse, directly huh? in camera the entire right? time, Michael. The whole time. In case anyone skipped last week, Jonesy, do you want to remind them what uh, what we're referencing here on all of this? Oh, sure, sure, yeah, and that's a fair point. Uh, listeners, we are now on uh, on the old YouTube, uh, so you can follow us on YouTube at uh, Spartan underscore pod, uh, same as our Twitter handle, our Instagram handle. We certainly appreciate a subscribe, and if you see the episode, would love it if you leave a comment for us, uh, because I'm told that's important. Uh, yeah, helps with so. the SEO. So, mm-hmm. big thank you to everyone that went over there for week one. I, we got yeah. like a couple hundred views, didn't we? Something like that. Which Very I surprising. Was certain, yeah. Well, I think we we can safely assume we won't be seeing any of you on YouTube again. Now that you know what we look like, it is disappointing to say the least. Uh, and they had no hesitation commenting on our appearance. No, nor should they have. <laughs> nor should they have. Uh, we are foul. <laughs> Well, the majority of of you listeners still don't know that. So this week, do make your way on over to the YouTube right. and find out what Just. so many of your of your colleagues have already decided is not worth content worth on. coming back. <laughs> it's worth commenting on. That's right. <laughs> uh, we do want to thank everyone, of course, for listening and and or watching. Apparently, uh, if we could ask a small favor, uh, small favor. Please share the pod with Spartans in your life. Rate, review, subscribe. I can say smash that subscribe button. Mm, finally. Uh, there it is. And uh, of course, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Spartan underscore pod. Uh, Plum, what are we doing this week? Well, Tell people the structure of a can't read, can't write. If you're new, uh, turns out we have the same structure, whether <laughs> on the, the audio version or YouTube. Uh, we start behind the green wall where football always leads. We've got a few things to talk about, uh, not least of which Coach Caps landed somewhere. We might might mention that. Might not. Who knows? Who cares? Hmm. We'll talk about men's basketball. Great things happened this week. Great and lovely things. We'll talk about Penn State. We'll talk about Michigan and the good news that not just the men, but the women's basketball program also had over our uh, little sibs down in Indiana. We'll go and talk hockey. We'll talk uh, our friends, uh, restaurant friends, booze friends, uh, video making friends. We've got friends to tell you about, and we hope that you'll give them some attention too. 
After we do all that, we'll head off Grand River. Uh, we've got some news around the NCAA with sports and other well-timed pieces of information you might care something about. We'll preview Iowa and Ohio State, and then we'll take your Twitter questions. Whew. Yeah, that's a lot. All right, buckle in. <laughs> Let's head behind the green wall. Uh, and indeed, football is going to lead. Uh, I think the the first thing of note, and I don't know that there's much to talk about here, but it's worth mentioning, is that MSU ended up paying out $3.3 million in coaching buyouts for the assistants after Mel Tucker was fired. Um, I guess... It, It'd be easy to blame Mel Tucker for this, but mm-hmm. the reality is, is that if the football product had continued to be what it was going to be, this was still going to happen. Right. Or we would have just paid them to continue to make a bad football product. Here's a question. That $3.3 million that we spent in coaching buyouts, it was that only for the, the coaches that we were releasing early? Because I, I understand that we also had to pay some money to Oregon State to get those guys out of their contracts to get them to us. Is that right? Is that part of that total corpus? Yeah, it's approximately $3 million that was paid to Oregon State to hire Jonathan Smith and a bevy of other assistant coaches. So this is in addition to that. This is the oh cost of doing business oh, in college and that football. represents more than Oregon State will make in TV revenue this year. So that's Now, that's one half of the Pac-12 Conference of Champions <laughs> that you're talking about there, Michael. All right? Very watch hurtful. it. Very watch hurtful. yourself. Uh, and, you know, look, uh, as we'll discuss later on, some of these guys are moving up in life, maybe. Uh, or, or, or not. Storied programs are really moving down yeah. one or the other. Uh, some other payouts are happening. Uh, we all were led to believe that Louisiana... Hmm. cancel the football game on us right ends up that wasn't so much true michigan state canceled on louisiana and which by my rules of high school and college and all personal relationships this is the better outcome by the way you do the breaking up you do not get broken up with especially by the likes of louisiana whatever it is so we got a real green line situation here yep Yes, that's uh, right. They were leaning into us. We pushed them away. Thank you very much. Yeah. And we paid them 600000 to do it, which uh, the contract only called for five hundred k. We put a little bonus in there, I guess, because we're just sugar daddies up here in the Let's Big Ten. Well, we were going to pay them 1.1 to play, mm-hmm. but instead pay them six. And to go Prairie View A&M is getting five hundred to be demolished worse than than Louisiana would have been. So the good people in Louisiana uh, uh, accounting department have to love this outcome and Prairie View A&M has to be like, what? (laughs) How? What is the? How did? Okay, great. Thank you. Fantastic. I guess we'll be there. Yeah, I guess we didn't win in the negotiation, but we didn't lose either. Either. Mm -hmm. Prairie View really lost this one. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. The thing everyone wants to talk about, though, I think is a solid week of hoops. Uh, MSU takes two 
uh, one yeah. on the road at Penn State and then uh, another one on the road at Michigan. Um, let's start with the Penn State game because uh, it was uh, – I don't uh, – one you could feel confident in, I think, throughout most of the game, despite the fact that it was Tyson Walker's worst game in 35 games, uh, ending yeah. his double-digit uh, consecutive streak dating back to last season. Um, I don't know. Uh, initial thoughts, guys. I mean, the initial thought is I know what's going to happen in this episode and we're going to get a lot of people being like, where's the Malik Hall? Where's the, where's the apology to Malik Hall? Because this is the beginning of him sort of coming out of his, out of his shell. But I'll remind you, dear <laughs> listeners, one, yes. we will never apologize. So we're not burying the lead on that. It will not happen. And two, these are some of the lowest rated opponents on the schedule for this year, you know? So we like these wins. As Jonesy said, it was never really in the, in doubt with like 30 minutes left that we, you know, we're up 10 and I don't know if it even dipped down below that until the last minute of the game. Um, but do it in one that counts. Malik, Mm -hmm. you go on the road, you go to Mackey, you put up, 30 you you almost win the game for us maybe we're in apology territory but for the moment (laughs) you are a fifth year senior beating up on bad competition in front of truly nobody like Mm -hmm. all of the stuff that we used to say about going and playing games at northwestern now applies at penn state did you guys see like they they did the the uh curtaining off of the up the upper half of the stadium. There was still oh, yeah. no one behind the, Sad. the hoops, bro. Yeah. And also like, I kind of thought we were a bigger draw than that. Like that also bummed me out a little bit to be right. like, are we not There's a draw not enough? Team. Yeah. Not, well, that's yeah. They didn't want to come see Malik Hall shit the court. You know, I think it's interesting. 29 points is impressive. Not as impressive as eight for eight from the charity stripe. I do feel like I need to acknowledge 100% free throw shooting, which is the only viable standard for free throw shooting. Uh, I I do just want to say, well done you, sir. Uh, Carson Cooper also four for four. So, you know, I'm liking it. 14 for 16 for the team is just fine. Just fine. Just fine. I'm happy with it. I don't know. I'm not apologizing to Malik Hall. I think you said it well. Fifth year senior doing what's expected again of him against a team that, I mean, Penn State, Prairie View. Can you really tell the difference? So. The other player who had an excellent game was Jaden Akins uh, coming in with 20 points. Uh, at one point in time was, I think he shot four three-pointers in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I think all he went just in. sort of buried them. And that was and then that. the next yeah, possession, that, that Tyson it. Walker had a, uh, a fast break opportunity, saw Jade Nakins in the corner, didn't take the layup, and instead went for the scorching hot Jade Nakins, who then stopped making his three-point shots. That's right. Yep. Um, uh, Malik Hall, uh, it, just to put a little bow on that, accounted for a 20 or 21 of our 35 second half points. Hmm. So, um, I, not disagreeing with anything anyone said, but in a game, we 
if you told me that Tyson Walker scored six points, I would have assumed we lost this game. Right, correct. So it is worth mentioning sure. that, that people stepped up in Tyson Walker's stead, and we'd not really seen that this year. And in mm-hmm. fact, we'd seen attempts at it by A.J. Hogard when Tyson Walker went out uh, for a moment in the Minnesota game, and that did not go well at all. Spe- speaking of things that we hadn't really seen this year, uh, Jaden Akins cuts to the hoop and throws down a big dunk in addition to the threes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's right. He was, before Cohen Carr, the really athletic one on the team. I forgot about that. He has, as well as the spot-up shooting has come along, especially recently for him, I have almost totally forgotten that he is a slashing wing. And we just need to see those two parts come together. The defense has been solid. The spot-up shooting has been really good. Let's bring back that slashing technique. And then, you know, Tyson Walker is Tyson Walker. Malik Hall, let's see if he can continue to do it against better competition. AJ Hogard, I don't know. I don't know how we feel about this. Uh, Do we want to talk about AJ here? But the purpose of me naming names right now is maybe there is some potential for the NCAA tournament if we've got three or four guys starting to do some stuff on a more regular cadence. Mm. Um, Tyson Walker concerns about the, about his longevity, about his groin. I've been thinking a lot about that this week. Same, but, um, um, yeah, very encouraging to see that. The other thing that's worth mentioning is the five. Uh, so Mati Sissoko plays 18 minutes, uh, one for two from the field, one for two from the line, one rebound. (laughs) one rebound in 18 minutes in contrast Carson Cooper plays also 18 minutes goes three for four from the field uh four for four from the line picks up four boards so that's for those keeping track at home uh 10 points four boards in 18 minutes uh and Xavier Booker got five minutes and brought in five points uh Spoiler for the Michigan game that we'll talk about in a moment, but this is becoming a trend of Madi playing exceptionally disappointing, or rather mm-hmm. maybe better said that other people have stepped up their game in ways yeah. that. So know, then, so then who can explain, and I know we're not there yet, but who can explain how and why Madi starts against Michigan? He wins tip-offs. Yeah. He jumped, he jumped real high, bring ball back down. Uh, if we want more foreshadowing for Michigan, Jackson <laughs> Kohler, uh, multiple attempts near the basket, unsuccessful. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jackson uh, Kohler has just sort of forgotten how to score down low. Just, <laughs> like the moves it, are still there. He still does all the things. And then moves just, are great. it does not happen. <laughs> I, I watched Izzo's post game and he said he's throwing the ball at the hoop. Like <laughs> he forgot how to play basketball. It's I mean, he's on. Izzo seemed color. unconcerned. Like the the rebounding, the the defense has been much better out of um out of them. Like or out of Jackson, it's it's been improved. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Should we go to the game then that people actually want to talk about? Sure. All right. Yes. So uh, Michigan game, Uh, Michigan State wins 73-63 in a game at times was interesting uh, and uh, and didn't feel comfortable. And then Michigan State closes out on a 10-0 run in what should have been maybe a 15 to 18 point run at the end. They just didn't make some shots. Um, right. And they sorry, didn't really if I said seem, Michigan, I meant Michigan State. Well, they didn't, yeah, Michigan, we didn't seem too pressed about it either. You know, I, they were kind of like, huh. I, I didn't feel, uh, from my perspective, I sorry, I keep stepping in you, Kevin. It, it didn't feel like, I didn't feel a lot of like passion or energy from our guys. I feel like th- this was a game they kind of cakewalked into. They knew they were going to win it. They did win it. Uh, meh. I didn't get a lot of like heart, which they didn't need, obviously. But hmm. I don't know. Is that just me? Well, I, I was distracted. There was one person with a lot of heart. There was mm-hmm. one person with a lot of excitement. And that mm-hmm. person was Gus Johnson God about literally anything but the game. Mm. Um, just being surrounded by, you know, the maize and blue seemed to be arousing to him. Generally, yes. having Sharon more there was yep. like it seemed like a really bucket list moment for him and i was just <sighs> glad that we were able to kind of all be there for gus as he doesn't even know what's happening in the game that he's being paid to cover jade nakins goes up for a dunk and comes down hard and he's like there appears to be a player on the floor like 45 seconds later it's just a complete and total mess and it was like it took me out of it Right. As someone consuming the game, because I was right. like uncomfortable about it. It was like the dude on the bus touching himself, and we're all just like, <laughs> "Hey, are we supposed to? Are we supposed to pay attention? Are we not? So, do, can we get off at the next stop and just take the next Windex one?" At him, is it going to yeah. stop now? Yeah, we can right. talk about this later. Maybe we should start with the game, but. No, this is it. That was the most, frankly, Gus Johnson was the most entertaining part of the experience watching the game for me. Yeah. It certainly aroused illness, the most. Man. Looks weird on people. Illness. <laughs> Looks weird on people. I like how he's like, I can do it. I can do this, this fanboy thing that I want to do as like a 50 year old man, which is bizarre. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That I can do it as long as I'm like, hey, I'm going to give Jimmy a little chide about the Ohio State thing and make him visibly uncomfortable about that whole side (laughs) of things. Because he's like, oh, Jimmy's like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to be like professionals here on the on the gig. And you can talk about your experience at Ohio State. You're not supposed to be like, I am a fan. (laughs) Um, And then, of course, Gus is like, oh, and then also if I say Malik Hall's a future pro. That checks the box over there for MSU. So we're <laughs> yeah, there all we go. good. Let's go. Let's just talk about at University of Michigan football for 15 minutes on the broadcast. <laughs> I want to this talk w- more about um, about uh, AJ Hogard's uh, three point percentage. Okay, this season. <laughs> This season, he's 30%. He's 17 for 56. Uh, the, the two attempts he took, the two attempts he, he made in the Michigan game were both horrible. Horrible. Uh, one might have been an air ball. 
One was a really uh, nasty brick. I mean, they were both pretty nasty bricks. And Neither of them were from his spots, if I remember correctly. And I, for a guy who is not a good basketball player, I think everyone can agree. A.J. Hogard, <laughs> not known for basketball. Uh, More of a university wiener spokesman type yeah, of guy. You know? Yeah, like cool vibes. Uh, known for being able to kind of get back into Izzo's face and calm him down. Those are things that I truly have deep respect for. We like, uh, yeah. Playing basketball, leader on the court, no. So mm. three-point shooting, goal, real opportunity lost there. You could have just increased your turnover rate. You know, that's one where we do count on you is unforced or forced turnovers. Uh, so I will say five assists was helpful. Uh, four personal fouls, not the one yeah, fouled rebound. out in the first or got benched after four minutes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Really good. And it turns out it didn't hurt us. Didn't hurt well, us. Which I think is worth mentioning that Trey Holloman played his best game in, in a while. Yes. It's not going to like light up the stat sheet, but came no. in in important relief and didn't screw up. Well, because uh, in 22 minutes, he had as many assists, almost as many assists as AJ did in, well, 26. But uh, to your point, this is a guy who's Trey Holloman. You shouldn't expect anything near what we should expect from AJ. And right. the fact that Trey is able to close that chasm so well speaks again to the utter lack of hope that we all should have for AJ. And therefore, this team uh, going any deeper into March than maybe the first weekend. Well, speaking of utter lack of hope, should we talk about the bigs? Because as bad yes, as the bigs please. were in the Penn State game, I think things I thought got... they were better in the Penn well, State. Okay, Jackson Kohler uh, continued to not be able to get the ball into that cylindrical mm-hmm. object, Fine, but pulled yep, down seven boards, okay. including okay. two off or three offensive ones, uh, one of which was a putback. And I'll Wait, give I'm him sorry, credit, Jackson Carson Kohler. Cooper. Jackson Kohler had two boards in the Michigan game, my friend. Am I looking? No. Yeah, you're making that one up for attention. No. Uh, what game am no, I on? Seven boards. Offensive long, rebounds, long three. Nothing. Defensive nothing. rebounds, four. Cut it all out. Wow. Cut it all out. Nothing wow. happening here. To call him out, I to know. have the hoods really, yeah. to call him out like yeah, that. Real boner. Oh, my gosh. Real boner. When you <laughs> shoot for the podcast host, yep. you better not miss. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Daddy. Uh, Cooper did have that that big putback dunk that was at an opportune time, as a, as I recall. Um, yep. So, I mean, there were moments, but Mati, not good. Kohler, bad. Cooper, <laughs> couple little things. The big the bigs, I think, are going to continue to be a problem as yeah. we go up against a football robot borrowed from the Fox Sports ad break in Zach Eady. Um, I don't, I don't but know. Zach Eady's putting up go. points on everybody. That's true. That's so, true. I, I mean, what's he going to do? Put up points on us? Okay. Listen, where's Jeff Galuli when you need him? You know, that's my question. Yeah. Nope. Just me. Just no, me. That's, that's been my question the whole time. I've been just waiting for that plum. Tell us about Jeff Galuli. For, for those who the, don't know, for those who don't know, Jeff yeah. Galuli was the educate Nancy our Kerrig- audience on this. <laughs> was the Nancy Kerrigan assailant? He was the one that Tanya Harding paid to. 
go in and bust up her knee real bad. You guys did not see that movie? Come on, how do you not know I who Jeff Galuli is? How do I not? I don't know the that's character no, no, names. No, 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 no. That is a name that's got to stick in your head. Jeff Galuli. Come on. Zachy. I do. Back. I do love that actor who's made a real career about yes, being just being that guy, a ridiculous white guy that is just a villain that just yes. is haphazard, does not in know what's most going on. Inept and contemptible ways, a hundred percent. I think yes. he was in Black Klansman too, kind of like similar vibe. If memory serves, mm-hmm. yeah, love this. Uh, it's, uh, hey, it's a good gig and one that you know. And Hollywood. honestly, he could probably play the five fairly fucking well. I mean, mm-hmm. couldn't do any worse than our guys. So you got two options for old Jeff Galuli. Uh, all right. So uh, a couple a couple other shout outs here. First, Malik, 18 points, four rebounds. But the it's like he forgot how to dribble at one point. Four turnovers. <laughs> That is the like that's the Malik I know. Yeah, what I've been the seeing reversion to the is mean. the Malik I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, the uh, let's see who else. Uh, Carson Cooper. I'm not sorry, not Carson Cooper. Cohen Carr. Eight minutes, eight points. Uh, still would like to see some boards out of him, but provided some much needed excitement. Uh, yeah, not, six points and then two really cool points. That's how you should be described. The coolest points of the, the game. The coolest uh, of all the points. Well, and Plum went two for two from the line uh, after, I'm sorry, went two for two from the line after the flagrant foul, foul from Will Shetter. That's uh, it. Which, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how much of a pass I'm willing to give Will will on that one Mm. like that's legitimately dangerous what he did correct and so if he was he was describe it he was trying to to freak athleticism Mm -hmm. and he just cohen car moved too fast but like uh, i don't know that do you know what do you know what juan howard told tom Izzo in the handshake line after that happened i'll fight you welcome you're welcome (laughs) it was confusing uh davis smith Two points waiting in for the this. first half after the dumbest foul I've ever seen <laughs> committed by somebody. It, it appears Doug indeed has not been paying attention. I have a question. Or in the court. So he got his two points in zero plus minutes. I don't know what zero is. That mean he didn't play a full minute. He went it's in approximately correct. like 14 seconds. He gets subbed in for Hogard. That's so good. And no, uh, uh, for uh, Holloman. Holloman. Pardon me. You're right. Thank you. And it's funny they can't gets, just round that to one, you know. But then it wouldn't add up, and people well, would be they like, did, "What? They subtract this one is too many from Hogard? Like, what are we? What are we really doing yeah, here? We should have subtracted one from Hogard. That'd be fine. I don't think anyone complained about that. Um, but does that make him the hero of the game for you, Plum? Like, plays less than one minute, two for two from the line, does everything that you need. Efficiency. Listen, Davis Smith has always been the best player on this team mm-hmm. for. <laughs> years i think you can say um i don't know i i like a kid who rises to the moment which is also why i hate all of the players that we have because they're presented with moments on a you know multi twice at least twice a week and they just skunk it up and i'm glad that malik is trying uh but goo yeah those four turnovers were dirty 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 boy i I will Uh, say i think i 
I've got to say, Carr rose to the moment, throws down a massive dunk, and the crowd in Chrysler Arena Mm -hmm. goes wild. Wild. To the point where even Gus Johnson needs to acknowledge it. So, not on the court, but sixth man in the building, the the Spartan faithful that showed up to this game. Well done, you. Well yes. done, you. Yes. Well, Michigan had their sixth man in Gus Johnson, so that's fair. <laughs> Correct. It was Sounds really like the something crowd happened on the basketball court with everybody I was yelling. Too busy looking at Sharon Moore's package. <laughs> <laughs> This gift package that I was given, that is. He's letting me hold on my lap. (laughs) But getting to watch the game, seeing the maze rage in their stupid bucket hats, just like sit on their hands while the rest of the MSU faithful are the Mm -hmm. actual crowd in the game was so heartening to me. And such a shout out to everyone that went down to Ann Arbor and enjoyed themselves. I hope uh, I hope that continued not just on the concourse, but off into the, you know, skeeps and, you know, wherever else you were going after that. Um, the jug, you know, to get a burger. Wood paneling. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. oh, it's a callback. All right. Well wow. done, you. Uh, um, really spectacular. Yeah, I know we we chatted a bit, so the, I think there's two things to talk about in this game. One, we got to talk about Juwan because in the in the stretch of the game, it appeared they didn't even try to win. No, you're talking about that the ending five minutes of yeah. the game, where like, they were in meltdown mode, and we were in. Well, let's not like. Take it. Pull away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. Why would we? We, could, we couldn't buy a bucket in some ways. Dude, if memory serves from like the four minute mark to the one minute mark, truly nothing happened in the game. It was bumbling one side and the other. Yes. So as yes. happy as I am for a 10 point win, like. It's not like we took it with authority at the end of the game. Right. And it's not like Jawan had a plan to extend the game or run plays or call timeouts. No, my or guy was do... tired. He was sleepy. He was right. He was, uh, he just wanted to go hang with Sharon Moore and talk about, you know, uh, the, all of the recruiting happening at Ohio state. That's all he wanted to do. It was I, astonishing would, to me. Gus said, bring in some, bring me some guys as in Sharon, go recruit, good players bring me like like he was the reference there i'm i'm paraphrasing but the gist was a plea for like a good recruiting class Hmm. yeah it like kirk herbstreet (laughs) won't even give out an opinion on the spread right in a game that he's calling let alone an Ohio State game. Like, right. Just the the contrast. Yeah. And then and then you wouldn't know Robbie Hummel went to Purdue. Like, to, truly. to have Correct. to have the official Fox Sports Instagram and Twitter pages be like, we did a little side piece with Gus where he gushes over getting a pint glass. It's fine with them. It's clearly okay. They're encouraging this behavior or 
you know, sometimes the left yep. hand doesn't know what yep. the right hand is doing in the institutions. But there was no one in this whole process that was like, this is kind of uh, embarrassing for Gus. And maybe we kind of just like let this thing roll a little bit. Their social media team was like, crank this thing out. He literally says in it, I'm from Michigan. I can be a Michigan fan. Yeah. Well, literally he, says in it. He, he's, you know, he was born and raised in Detroit. He went to UDJ high school. He graduated from Howard. He is the quintessential Walmart Wolverine. And that is why he acts the way he does. Like everyone who has overly identified through whatever level of insecurity their own identity with the University of Michigan could never have attended there for any number of reasons. That's just him. And that's what well, they love. This is, this is a, what defines, this is the archetype. He's a the, Harvard man, uh, Plum. So he went to the Harvard of the East as well. I don't know if you saw that whole package on him last year where it was like, oh, Gus, Harvard. Oh, he got like a certificate or whatever it was. He went mm. for an HR seminar. <laughs> I did not know that. That's upsetting. It uh, is a lot like those people on LinkedIn that are like, I got a certificate yep. from Wharton. So University of Phoenix Wharton. for me, please. <laughs> It's, it was just like, what, is this the future of it? Like, is this because- Should we be surprised that Fox has done this, though? Like, no. Of all networks, should we be surprised? No, we should be more surprised in ourselves for being surprised. I think I'm a little bit surprised that he doesn't feel the need to offset Same. it, at least. Mm -hmm. Like, to, I, I think he has a way that he thinks he offsets it. I think he does, like, I'm going to say whatever I want. I'm going to gush about U of M. And then I'm going to say really nice things about individual MSU players. I'm going to say yeah. Millie calls a pro. I'm going to say yep. there's a lot of potential in Cohen Carr. Yeah. And he thinks that these things balance out. I think balance. if you asked him, I think truly he might actually believe that or think like, I did enough. You, This is not a valid critique of my performance here. But it's obvious that he has no interest in saying anything, you know, even remotely uh, like positive about MSU as an institution or about the program or about Tom Izzo just, you know, getting his 700 win and, and gushing over that or or any of the, the accolades with this game. Andy H, MSU Andy H uh, mm -hmm. pointed out that MSU just had its like 35th consecutive winning season in conference in basketball or something yep. ridiculous like that. Like that is incredible. It's the best run as I understand it of any big 10 team ever. I've heard that acknowledged nowhere. And these broadcasts can bring out ridiculous stats mm -hmm. about like when the, in the, when we're in the harvest moon and right. you know, <laughs> It's a leap year as it is this year. Uh, you know, Tom Izzo is one in four against opponents who, like, they can do all of that, but they can't bring out a package about how MSU just secured right. one of the longest running winning uh, conference season, you know, uh, streaks of all time. Hmm. Crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, you can't even bother it. But I guess we have to we have to remain positive, right, Plum? We have to remain positive. Yeah, choose the the high, the high ground. When they go low, we go high with Michelle Obama. <sighs> Our side. All right, should we do that hockey? Uh, hockey. Let's do it. Um, 
despite not playing, MSU won the weekend? Winning the bye week. Doesn't happen does very not, often. Does not happen for us. So. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> do, do we? I don't know if in the pair wise, but we in a number of other rankings we moved up to third. Uh, I think just in because the pair wise, they moved up. Oh, to was third. It also the pair wise? Yeah. Um, for those who don't know what the pair wise is, it's uh, it's sort of the Ken Palm of hockey, uh, and it. Uh, but that's also how they do their seating for the tournament, exclusively based upon the pair wise. Correct. Hmm. Ranked number three, tied with North Dakota, fourth in the RPI. Sweet. Only teams ahead of us are the Bostons. The Bostons. Hmm. Both of them. Who just had the Bean Cup, but played each other in the first round. Um, Mm. Mm. Yeah. Coming up, hosting OSU, uh, green and white game. The we retweeted it, but in case people didn't see it, there's uh, you know assigned colors for depending on where you're sitting. Uh, we are now up four points on Wisconsin because of them shitting the bed, so <laughs> that's great. And yeah, that's what we were referring to. For those that don't know, winning yeah. the bye week, um, Ohio State uh, hosted Wisconsin this weekend and beat them both times. Uh, took a lot of those points. So we are now up four points in the Big Ten and have the potential, and sorry, Jonesy, if this is what you're going towards, have the potential, if the puck continues to bounce the right way for us, to actually uh, wrap up the Big Ten this weekend with some wins. Would be nice. Uh, quite an accomplishment for Knights. Quite an accomplishment. Dude. Um, and if you haven't read it, there is a fantastic profile by friend of the pod, Graham Couch, in your LSJ. So mm. do subscribe to the Lansing State Journal. Take a look at that. Kind of outlines exactly what's happening, his family situation, how he tried to build the program, his commitment to coaching, to the sport, to what his plans are for the future. It's fantastically done um, and uh, offered some really good insight. Turns out, you know, if you need to, you need that area next to the old uh, Mun Ice Arena where his uh, office is to do some studying. If that's a good spot for you, just go to the games. You just, you just tell him you're going to the games. That's good. You can use that. You can use, I presume, like the the grill and the and the pizza peel and you know all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's that's free reign for you. Just go to the game, and he's happy. That's that was my major takeaway from the piece that Graham wrote. Um, women's hoops uh, completed the sweep uh, this weekend against Michigan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which uh, I didn't realize. Greg, you you alerted mm-hmm. us to this. They're now seventy five and twenty five against Michigan. This was a stat that when the MSU women's uh, basketball Twitter account tweeted this out, it was like, are they hacked? Like, mm, how could this right. possibly be true? There's no, not in like just 75 and 25 against anyone in conference seems impossible, much less arch rival down the road. So like huge accomplishment, you know, of course, huge accomplishment that Chrysler Arena took so many L's that it's probably continuing to collapse in on itself. Like we talked about last week. 
so many more uh, mesothemioma uh, uh, cases coming out for the University of Michigan uh, uh, faithful. But like I had, did you guys know that 75 and 25? Do you have any idea? I knew that they were bad for a while, but I had no concept of this. That's crazy. Good for them. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up, Robin. Uh, You're off to a good start. uh, Love her. And gymnastics also had a wonderful weekend. Mm. Now up to eighth in the country. Their highest ranking ever, I believe. Um, Just absolutely incredible. Uh, So it'll be... And and I believe also men's tennis just might have hit its highest ranking ever. It's somewhere in the low teens or something like that now. Yeah. Um, so the MSU Olympic sports and non-revenue sports are winning right now. Um, which like That's great. Wings it goes to sh- it goes to show that like maybe this athletic department had it wrong for a while. Like maybe the devil's bargain that was made by certain athletic directors in the past was incorrect mm. because I mean, Plum, you've been to more of, of these games, you know, you, you were a referee for several women's games. Like the fact that the community is coming out to support these teams, the fact that they are stacking up all of this winning and the fact that the still, the facilities are a little bit behind their you know, other conference options. Like I'm very encouraged by all this. To me, this says that we have a very healthy athletic department. I know that there are problems in football and there's no denying that. And that's why Jonathan Smith is here. But like, is this maybe if you look at it in the sort of like, what is it called? The thing that Stanford wins every year. That's like the overall health of the athletic department and what they're capable of. Mm. Is it like the, just call it the Stanford cup, whatever it is. Like, I think this is the strongest maybe that it's ever been. And it just seems to be getting better. What do you guys think? I think that's right. I think that's right. I, uh, I, one wonders, one, one wonders what the excuse could be for not having done quick. Plum. Does one wonder, or are you wondering this? No, I think one is one, one might wonder. (laughs) Yeah, what one, okay. one one I just one was might curious wonder. if you wondered. I you, I know the you, answer. You're not interested. I rarely wonder. I I okay. know. Yeah, so I don't. But for the exercise of what one might wonder, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, an encouraging one who doesn't wonder to wonder. Uh, He's let, using this as a device, a setup for the listener, so that now he can bestow his wisdom, my own wisdom, my own knowledge about what it really is. So it's where rhetoric. was I? I was. Oh, that's right. One was wondering. One was. <laughs> what the fuck does an athletic director do because what's the excuse how could it have been that for so many years there was no investment really and frankly and again tom saxon loved tom saxon family friend you know dearly loved but truly if i was as ineffectual i would expect to be fired not fired but tarred and feathered and Mm -hmm. it's it is truly unfathomable that these coaches were paid handsome salaries and allowed uh, it's it just, it's like, well, you can do whatever the fuck you want then. There's zero accountability and to look around, right? So then it's not just soccer, but it's other sports too, swim and dive. I, I, something, 
Yeah. I So it, it was a failure. And I don't know what you point to because it wasn't like they were doing a ton of work on the football side any of those years. I mean, look at who they hired, at least up until D'Antonio. And, you know, Eric's been there a long time before that. I don't know. I don't know. One would think that, and here now let me say, I should I should be very 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 furious at who was before Hollis Ron something Ron Mason Ron Mason Ron, Ron some, some kind of Ron some kind character of hockey Ron some former hockey <laughs> Ron but it, but look at look, what an example of failing up my God Ron Mason <laughs> goo. And then all it's of a sudden, like Hollis have... did anything either. Well, but I, well, aircraft carrier, Michael, aircraft yeah, carrier. But, but that's my point, though. Invented basketball and football come stadiums. On. Come on, man. And he was not running away from something. He was running towards something when he left Tom Izzo handing, holding the bag on keeping the university in one piece in its yes. darkest hour. A hundred percent. He was running towards something, towards something. Michael. Toward and a light. Definitely will welcome back someday. We'll celebrate him someday. gig at Quicken Loans or wherever he ended up. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. for him. Well, definitely was at a mortgage company. We know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, I just think it's, it's really interesting. I know... And this would be uh, whenever we get grandma on or folks that are connected to the to the program, I always like to check in on like the actual fundraising, the actual capital expenditure, that kind of stuff, because the 2050 plan just came out for the university and it includes a new facility for all, all of the Olympic stuff, indoor track. It includes another addition on the football building. It includes an addition on Spartan Stadium. It includes mm. other athletic facilities, not just the new intramural building that they're building um, south of Breslin Center, but I'm always interested to know, like, wh- how difficult is it to fundraise for this stuff? I know the hockey program had difficulty with that, but like, truly, it seems to me right now that if you build it, they will come and people will show up and support these teams. And um, it won't be to the level that like we saw at Iowa this week with Caitlin Clark beating that record. It won't be mm-hmm. Nebraska filling the whole football stadium for a volleyball game. But like relatively speaking, it will be a high level of support and consistent support. At least that's what be, that's what's being demonstrated to me. If the university shows that there's an interest in this and is putting good coaches in these roles and giving them, you know, what resources they need to succeed. It seems like the community responds to it. That that's the feeling that I'm getting, but maybe well, not. at least, you know, you point to Caitlin Clark and at minimum, nothing else. There is a lot of data now at this point in time that shows that. Did you try broadcasting women's basketball? Mm-hmm. Because people watch it, mm-hmm. people like it, people show up for games. It, it truly is a if you build it, they will come. But no one cared to build it because it's women. Like you know, and and so it. I don't know. It's and, and we've seen in other Big Ten schools the the fervor and following for uh, for volleyball, mm-hmm. and you know, Coach Johnson got volleyball into the Breslin. Mm. It's that thing humming. Who, who's to yep. say that that I'm not suggesting necessarily upper bowl sellouts, but like 
Why not? Maybe. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. not? Uh, yep. If if Penn State can sell out Bryce Jordan for wrestling of all sports, then there's little to suggest that we couldn't do something similar for volleyball. And Robin Freilich looks to be putting together an exciting brand of basketball. Like, who's to say? Um, and, and it's, I guess it, plump, one wonders why I wasn't angrier <laughs> earlier. The listener wonders why I wasn't angrier earlier about right. clearly that no one cared. Right. Because, you know, when we won, um, in gol- golf last year, I think, or mm. performed extremely well in golf last year. And then we had the, uh, whose name is escaping me, the, the guy who got to play at the Masters because he did well at a pro-am. Oh, uh, yeah, and then signed for live. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, whatever. Uh, but but the, the my broader point is like, yeah, am I going to tune into MSU golf if that was available to me? No, James I'm not. James Candidly, Pye. I'm not watching. Yeah. But these are continued touchstones to alma mater. And at least in some of these other sports, when it's basketball, volleyball, gymnastics, uh, either of the soccer teams, if I'm on campus, I'm visiting, and one of those games is going on, I would for sure go. Go. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, absolutely. I, I, golf is a different beast. But all of those, yeah, for sure I would show up. Absolutely. Yep. So, you know, it's annoying. And, and that's not even including the economics of that for many of these sports, they're not full scholarships. Mm-hmm. So the university actually makes money on a, on a per student basis by offering these sports. Okay. All right. And now you're about to go into your swim and dive propaganda. There it uh, is. I got no, it. No, no, no. See where in. this is going. Fill that pool in. I'm good. Fill it in. That's good. Just you know what? Instead of giving them Build like that just hole? firing that hole? them, mm, is there so. another way? Could we have just left Jay Johnson on uh, like on the staff and to collect his $1.1 million, he, you, we hand him a shovel and it's his job to put debris <laughs> into that pool for $1.1 million. And we're just yes, like, please. if you don't like it, you can quit. You, But just stop. until that happens, we're paying you 20 thou a week to operate this here <laughs> shovel. Get at it. Come on. Let's see it. And which and one I think of us? Scotty Hazleton would be like, Actually, this was my true calling oh, all this along. Is, this is look at his face. My, this is my dream job. <laughs> yeah. This is li- look at his. Tell you face. what, you you give me a, an Earth mover, you got a you got a deal. You don't have to pay me out anything. I'm just gonna. Jay would probably dirt. quit, and it'd be great. <laughs> not to um, not to move us along here, but I'm wondering have either of you guys been to Grass Lake? Mm. I Grass haven't, what? but I've been to Clear Lake. No, I don't know about oh. anything about that. I'm wondering about Grass Lake. Hmm, interesting. Well, if you're near Grass Lake, uh-huh. we should shout out the Clear Lake Grill or ah. Mama's Merkin Eatery. Uh, ah, yes, that's it's better known. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did share, and listeners, viewers, it, uh, my sister's worked in the restaurant industry for a long time, bought her first restaurant. Really exciting, really adventurous endeavor. Uh, yep. We had the opportunity to, to eat there. We recorded there. Great yep. food. Uh, Renovations coming, but still a really cozy environment. Mm-hmm. So if you happen to be in the Clear Lake uh, area, they're now also serving alcohol, which is even more exciting than the last time we were there. 
do stop into the Clear Lake Grill. Uh, name change coming, I think, in the spring. Uh, but it's great food, good environment, and we, if you mentioned we Henry Kent Wright. Yeah, you get two hundred percent off where they pay you <laughs> to eat there, which is really a wild deal. <laughs> Cannot be. Sustained. If you mentioned can't read, can't write, you get fifteen percent off of your tab. Uh, so, uh, hey, if you're if you're coming from Southeast Michigan to go uh, to go uh, up to Lansing, drive or if you live in Grass Lake, get over to the Clear Lake Grill. Yeah. Chelsea, uh, even Celine doesn't matter. Just get there. Yeah, get there. Good food, excellent burgers, great uh, food. Ten out of ten recommendation. Yep. Uh, also, we're gonna see how this episode turns out because uh, I hope. Viewers don't know, but there have been several technical snafus throughout this mm. this episode. Mm. I don't uh, think I've seen any. That's no. weird. I've just but gone straight through them. I've been. You did certainly notice that we had a new intro graphic, and we want to shout out at Jabberknocker <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, it. Uh, who Say it again. hosts a, a pro wrestling yeah, I podcast? I, I didn't but get that. Can that you write that for us for free? I'm, Jab- I need to make Jabber, a note of this. What is Jabber, it? Is it Jabberknocker or Jabberknocker? Jabberknocker. Jabberknocker on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, if you're into pro wrestling, uh, does a wonderful, wonderful podcast. Uh, you should check it out. Hold on a second. Kind enough. Even if you're not into pro wrestling, you should check this out. Okay. I watched some in the lead up to this. The passion these guys have for pro wrestling makes me look like in that, like I've like, like I've never even been to Michigan state or I know nothing about it. Okay. True. Which is just, actually true. It, that that is sort it's of not like false. Let's not get into this. Right He'll now. be the first to tell you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but it's so true. And uh, if you just like see, seeing people who are passionate about something, Go go check them out. They're on everything. So jobber knocker, jobber also, knocker. Just what you think it's spelled. And like. if you if you want if you happen to have some graphic design needs, like yeah, it's a good place to reach out to. Uh, yeah, but pay does them. great work. But pay them. Yeah. Pay them. Uh, and finally, last shout. As out. long as we're on this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last shout. I can out. go first. So uh, I'm not actually <laughs> drinking it tonight. I'm actually having a KBS for my in-laws for Christmas oh, because uh, my these God. are in the fridge. And I was like, oh, yeah, actually, I do want that. But um, if after your KBS you want a little flavored uh, whiskey and maybe oh, even caramel corn, Whoa. Uh, might I recommend Whoa. Flying Ace over caramel corn? here? Listen, caramel until corn. You've, until you've opened it. Until you've opened it and sipped upon its bounty, how dare you try to review this caramel corn infused delight? I'm going to review live. I'm going to review live. Tune in next week. Uh I I think it's a likely listener. You've never even heard of caramel corn whiskey. And you're probably wondering, what does that taste like? I will tell you next week live on the air. But here Mm -hmm. and now, Jonesy is going to do... A little there bit of a nip of, what is it? Duke and Dame salted caramel flavored whiskey. Okay, so Golly. you do, so, th- so you've got the Duke and Dane, I've got the Flying Ace, and we're going to decide which one's better from week to week. Mm-hmm. Well, yours is caramel corn, which is not actually caramel adjacent at all. Not at all. Wait, caramel corn or candy corn? Car- no, no, caramel, caramel corn. corn. 
caramel corn. You've had oh, you've had you've had caramel corn. You know, it's I'm mixed. Deeply concerned about that flavor profile. <laughs> well, I'll tell you next week. <laughs> All right, I want listeners. the cheese. So give us. I want the cheese popcorn flavored whiskey. Do they make that? <laughs> And it still leaves like a residue on your hands, yeah, even though you're on your doing fingers. It in class. Somehow. And you're like, how did this even happen? <laughs> this is oh, crazy. Caramel? Yeah. Okay, this he likes good. it. He's performing for camera. This is the moment. Listen, yeah. no, you're still that on was, the podcast. That was why, because it, it, we've tried some things that have not been our favorites. Ah. And you've seen me on camera, and my face has been reflective yes but they haven't so make your way over to youtube if you're on apple Podcasts, and we know that 70 percent of you are on apple Podcasts, so we're talking to you uh make your way over to youtube and look there at what michael jones pouring reacted to the salty caramel and then look also that he took another pull another pull of it look that measure and look that he is not gonna have a productive morning tomorrow (laughs) i finished my deck today Oh! oh wow he waits to tell us until we're live on air yeah <sighs> okay we're, we're a lot of our professional lives are bleeding into this episode that's true not mine no i don't have one uh liberator gin from valentine distillery in detroit michigan slash ferndale michigan Mm-hmm. It's uh, we've talked about the color on the Liberator, but it truly Just is. Look at that! It's a beautiful, freaking color. This is old Tom Gin, but you'd think it was new Tom Gin or new Thomasine Gin. It doesn't matter really. Uh, oh, delicious! It's a sipping gin, and few gins are so deeply recommend it. Drink it with ice. And out of Ferndale, if memory serves. Yeah, they say Detroit, but I think that's uh, I think it gives short shrift to Ferndale, which is really where their showroom is based. So, yep. All right. Uh, Now that we've done all of our plugs, let's head off Grand River. Uh, First up, Ohio State. Bold move. Bold move. Chris Holtman. And then Boulder move. Season. Beats Purdue immediately afterwards. (laughs) Boulder move indeed. Uh, Are you a little bit surprised at the amount of outpouring? Uh, like Tom Mizzo will always be like, I can't believe that guy got fired. But even Coach right. K came in over the top and was like, yeah. it's an affront to the sport that Holtman got fired this week. Your Coach like, K is actually halfway decent. If you just nasaled it up very slightly. <laughs> like It's an affront to the sport. <laughs> no, no, you went full Gruff McGruff, the crime dog on that one. Chicago, Illinois, 60652. <laughs> Gene Smith. <laughs> Wait, is Gene Smith still there? I think so. Because he's retired or retiring. Uh, according to the website, hired a new athletic he director. is still there. Yes, he is I still thought. there. 18th year. Yeah. Hired and he hosted the press conference for firing Chris Holman. So, yeah, he's a real piece of shit. And fuck that guy. Uh, Chris Holman's not great, but Gene Smith's not great either. You know, I mean, what's sure. your excuse? You hired Ryan Day. Look at his eyebrows. My God. <laughs> he saw those eyebrows and said, That's my man. You can kick a field goal through those. 
<laughs> there's something about these athletic directors which is just unpalatable. Gene Smith really is the perfect guy for O State, just like Ward Manuel is the perfect guy for Michigan. Uh, just goo, 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 goo. Who, do I don't you like think, it. Does Ward get fired before Juwan? Mm. No. No. Not not with his new high profile role. Because as much as we like that's to that's awkward for sure. If you as much as we like to year. to clown on Ono for mm. always showing up Ward. He also wants a guy that he can always show up, right? The last thing that you want is he, Ono must know that truly athletics is what drives that institution. It it masquerades as an athletic institution, but their insecurities require athletic mm-hmm. wins. And mm-hmm. he knows that, um, which is why he is willing to debase himself on social media for that right. whole side That's it. of the university. And he wants someone that he can walk all over as an athletic director. And Ward's like, that's my whole gig, baby. Yeah. Stomp so on me. Stomp my face. Put those so heels on and stomp on me. I got the cushion for they're, it. They're so made for each other. Go. You're it saying is... Santa Ono is the ultimate bull. That's it. <laughs> that's it. You've got it. Yep. And Ward's like, uh, I'll happily accept your million dollars a year to be a, a very mediocre athletic director. And Santa Ono's like, I'll happily continue to undermine you every chance I get. And uh, Jawan Howard's like, I'll happily continue to be a head coach, even though I can't be bothered to intervene in the last five minutes of a kind of maybe salvageable game. And it just swirls down there. It just swirls around the toilet bowl. At the end is that we were alarmed by their lack of attempt. That was what struck out to me. No timeouts were called. No intentional fouling. No attempt at all. You could see the difference, by the the by, in the timeouts. Mm. Like, everybody at Michigan State is standing around, huddled there, like, engaged. I think there was a moment. Car's taking things as if he's going to go into the game, though clearly he's not. But, like, Michigan, it's, like, the, the four dudes who are playing, and then Doug McDaniel is off to the side meeting with his academic advisor and Juwan is just there and everyone else seems Mm -hmm. to be not around, including the assistant coaches. Yeah. I so rarely give credit for jokes when I don't come up with them myself. Usually it's my MO to just steal them and take credit for them. Right. Yeah. But in that moment, Juwan Jonesy, when you're talking about how he's drawing on the, on his little uh, whiteboard and then like his team just sort of, wafts away from him i was talking about how like is he drawing like a house right now and it's got like a pretty little tree next to it and it's got smoke that comes out of the chimney and our social media director turned around and he was like and she was like and it's and it's on fire this is the fire of the house <laughs> and this is the people running out of it and it was like yeah that's exactly what was going on like could dude could not be bothered so yep. um it was, it was bad. Uh, what was happening there? Truly, truly alarming. Uh, well, it'll be fun to see what happens. Either way, Ohio State makes the first move in the conference. Uh, I would think they 
are probably the second best job that'll likely be available this year. Uh, you think with... it's likely going to be available? Oh. No, no, no. Are you saying that if it became job. available, it would be the second best job? Or are you saying no, no, it'll no. likely Ohio be available? Ohio State is the second best job oh, that's available okay. gotcha. this year. Mm -hmm. uh, Indiana is the best job that will be available this year. Also true. Is it, though? Well, think about well, the accomplishments of those two programs in our living memory. I, I'm not convinced. I, Ohio State's been to two more national championship games than... Oh, sure. Thad had him cooking. Yeah. But so, and that was with Butler's head coach. So, like, well, uh, I, what I'm saying is Indiana's tried it a bunch of different ways. Yeah. And the best that they can make it work is Tom Crean. Uh, are they, Maybe they, are they the second Mata. best job? Bad Mata's got Butler cooking right now. He had Ohio State cooking before. I don't know why we didn't all laugh harder at the idea that Tom Crean is the best thing that ever happened to Indiana. That's upsetting to I think, everybody. I think Ohio State might hire better than Bobby's brother, Knight even right. That's I want you to lean into that harder. I'm saying in our living memory, I don't no, no, really no. remember uh, no, no, the just, Bobby Knight games. Yeah, but let's just go with it. Tom Crean. Uh, I, I remember it, sad Bobby Knight. If you yeah, wanted like, to Texas make it, tech Bobby Knight. I will take I will take an argument plum, but I would I would submit Kelvin Sampson is that argument for when it might have been cooking more than yeah. Tom Crean down there. That's fair. And unfortunately, and he committed some recruiting violations that are so far from recruiting violations. Yeah, now. it's <laughs> In today's sport. And now he's like, but but the University of Michigan, alas, alas. Speaking alas. of. Cheaters in the University of Michigan. Uh, uh -huh. The NCAA piloted this year in bowl season helmet communication, something that is allowed at the high school and professional levels, as Michigan mm -hmm. fans will point out to you. Yes, they like uh, to as do if that. that's an excuse for them violating Cheating. the rules. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, like but it sounds like that's been approved and likely is coming. We'll call this the Connor Stallions rule. Mm. Uh, honestly, this is good for the game, good for the product on the field. Yeah. And hopefully reduces some level of paranoia from, from football coaches. Uh-huh. All right. The argument against has always been it's too much bother, but I yeah. think they'll end up liking it. We have, we are bombarded with fucking TV commercials and the, all the technical bother that goes into that. Putting a mic in the head, in the helmet seems like no bother. Although you have already apologized for technical difficulties on this podcast that these people might not ever know about. And so maybe maybe well, they are I'm, actually I'm stressed enough about it, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> so maybe actually college coaches are onto something and maybe it is too much of a bother. Anyway, um, should we get to these Twitter questions? Yeah. Uh, well, you got to do you got to mention something about the teams we're going to play. Oh, yeah, just oh tell, previews. Tell us, tell us what one might think about these upcoming games. Okay, so there are two games coming up this week. Um, tomorrow there is today. Ah, today, yes. tomorrow. So you, things might be in full meltdown mode because Iowa is coming mm -hmm. to town. And Iowa is Ken Palm 57, 13 on offense, 173 on defense. And this is a team that's a... 
it's interesting. They're not very good, but they've also got some <laughs> some wins. I mean, they they jumped on the Wisconsin train. They, you know, they've got they've got a Rutgers win. They've got a Minnesota win. Really, they can't win on the road though. So, I wouldn't worry too much about this. I would say the overwhelming likelihood is that this this is not going to be a win for them. Mm-hmm. Um but they've got they've got Perkins, they've got you know a couple guys over there and they got Fran. So maybe you Old know Old Fran. MSU Let's not forget uh, the last time we saw Fran mm. a truly epic meltdown at Carver Hawkeye. Yeah. Was this when he stared, and, stared at uh, old Kelly in the face? Yeah. This is, yes. This is the same. Two, so good. two of the worst iconic moments in MSU basketball history for me. It's that true. meltdown. And then Fran not getting teed up for that nonsense. Uh, Plum, yep. do you want to remind everyone what we're referring to here? Yeah. Um, Kelly Pfeiffer is a Big Ten basketball official. Uh, this was a turning point moment in the Iowa-Michigan State game at, I don't know, what did they play at? What's the name of their field house? Carver-Hawkeye. Carver-Hawkeye Carver Hawkeye in Iowa. Uh, uh, Fran McCaffrey, the Iowa head coach, called a timeout to stop the bleed, and in the timeout left the huddle and just crossed his arms and from about five to six feet away stared with a grimace on his face at uh, said back Big Ten basketball official Kelly Pfeiffer. And Kelly Pfeiffer just stood there and took it. Uh, after a few moments, Kelly actually like a turned, around manual. And, turned around and pulled his pants down uh, and then just looked over his shoulder like with a sort of come hither look. It's it's and we've discussed this in the pod in the past. This is really an example of, you know, Kelly Pfeiffer is an Iowa boy. Uh, you can tell very, very corn fed in all the wrong ways. And he looks like the, a cob. He looks like he's a cob with a shirt cobbed. on. Just cob in the face, cob in the body. He, um, how he gets assignments is truly one can't understand it. But he knows where his bread's buttered, and he knows that Fran McCaffrey, like every other Big Ten coach, has an outsized influence. But particularly your home state coaches have outsized influence on the assignments you get. And so, not teeing up Fran was uh, was Kelly's way of saying sorry, Daddy, <laughs> and uh, still getting games. So. Uh, we've also got Ohio State, who I'm convinced was not this good on Ken Palm if you'd talked to us a week ago, because they fired their coach, Kevin. Alas. But now they are Ken Palm 62, 39 on offense, 107 on defense. Um, Like, clearly not going to make the tournament. Yes. Let's be clear, right? Like, But also at the same time, this is not their first big win of the season. They also have a Bama win, and Bama is a top 10 in the rankings team, I believe, um, is where they're at. But the problem is that they've been on a real losing streak. Like, they've lost to Indiana, they've lost to Nebraska, they've lost to Northwestern Illinois, they've lost to everyone in the conference. And then Purdue rolls into town, and they pull one off on the old Boilermaker. Crazy. Like, th- this is why you play the games. This is college basketball, right? So, a couple guys uh, over here uh, at the Ohio State University. And they, as far as uh, the transfer portal is open for them, but as far as I know, they are still on 
uh, on uh, the roster over there. You've got mm. your your you get your Bruce Thornton. He's you know <laughs> combo guard over there playing really well, uh-huh. uh, and kind of keeping things together. But the interesting thing is you also have Jameis in battle and you might be like, what? Hold on. What is that? Minnesota wing Jameis in battle transferred to Ohio State for his fifth year and is playing pretty well. And those are kind of the two guys that you have to keep an eye on. Um, Other than that, not a whole lot that you have to be concerned about with this team. So hopefully this is a team that I don't know how you want to say it, you know, expended its worth for the rest of the year or uh uh kind of got it all out of its system or mm. you know whatever you might want to say like that mm-hmm. uh hopefully this is a team that uh you know got its big win has a hangover they do play minnesota in the meantime so it's not like they're just prepping for us right now um but i wouldn't expect that on sunday in front of a home crowd um, that that they kind of pull that that game off. So just as we've said before, this is part of the schedule that is like, these are the games that the expectation is a tournament team wins. And these are two games that, while they are better teams on paper than the two that we just beat on the road, you need to continue to kind of put away convincingly as you accelerate into the NCAA tournament. Mm. Well said. Uh, let's head into these Twitter questions because we've got a bunch of them. First up, Mike Jones. Uh, 10 point quad four win on the road in front of a home crowd. It's a huge resume builder. Eye roll emoji. It's got to boost us to the, like the four line, right? It's <laughs> good. Straight two. Sorry, too. Not pass go. Do not collect $200. Uh, next up from Mike Jones, uh, who had Davis Smith scoring two first half points on their bingo card yesterday? Thanks for that, Doug. That's with a no O and one G. That's, that's how Doug spells his name. That's how he spells it. Doug McDaniel, like Doug funny, only worse. <laughs> only not funny. And uh, there was a better joke in there. Uh, but yes, David Smith, best player ever. Uh, last up from Mike Jones, huge fan of the new logo. When will the merge drop? That's the question. Honestly, the real question is, when is Mike Jones going to start doing an OnlyFans? Where he like just strips over this content. Are we talking about that, host or listener? Why can't it Who's be both? Collab! Collab! This is an opportunity. Mm. Love this for us. All right, but next up, real, Ethan people. Fandrew, second time questioner, still Team Plum. Hey, everybody, I, it's me. Do you know who this is? I don't, but I wish I did. But maybe I do. Uh, I, now, if it was Ethan Frandrew, I would know it was a Fran McCaffrey burner account, but I don't know mm-hmm. who Ethan Fandrew One, is. I moved to a large East Coast city after graduating, and the amount of people wearing MSU gear seen out walking who respond to Go Green with go green gives me deep sadness. <laughs> What's an acceptable it. course of action here? Can I trip them? Uh, I've lived this in New York more than one time. Uh, and I think you are allowed to push them in front of a bus. I think that's well understood. <laughs> you know, let me say this, though. I have, I have been uh, uh, 
of you know confronted with the joy of a go of a surreptitious go green that you didn't expect and i have at times been like oh, uh, 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 tripped over the go white because i was so caught unawares but did you say go green no i didn't but i i have said go state as a response yeah i've always been like or i've been like yeah Ooh, like a yes, complete imbecile mm-hmm. i have i have because you you're not practiced if you're not caught in it you know you just you're so excited that someone, you know, recognized that you're, you know. There's also, it, if you look at us on YouTube, dear listener, and you evaluate the three of us and our mm-hmm. skin tones next to one another, there's a, there's a certain number of steps that you have, your brain has to go through before it's willing to announce to a stranger, go white. So it takes a minute <laughs> response should not and does not just roll off the tongue. It requires a certain context. And there's a, a series of checks and balances to make sure that everything is okay before you say that. So um, it's good. I've, you, you're in, good. You're in deeply worried about people, people knowing that you're preparing for the, the coming race war. Is that what correct? What are you saying? In That's defense of people that get to. it wrong. That's it's what he said. Mm-hmm. Next up All from right. my favorite Ethan fan, Drew. Happy President's Day to those who celebrate. I'd love to know the pods MSU president, Mount Rushmore. Isn't there a literal Mount Rushmore for this? <laughs> no, no, MSU president. Oh. Well, I can tell you who's not on there. Yeah. yeah. Simon <laughs> and McPherson, not on there. Ugh. That's a no-go. And I think Sam Stanley's off, too, frankly. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Do we have Not a president right now? Me Who's to, to me? say? <sighs> it's just Hannah's face four times. Yeah, I think that's right. And something Mackey. Colton B. Mackey or something. It was a guy that had a weird mm. name. No? Not that one? All right. Uh, last up, uh, Ethan... Thrilled to have the video, but unfortunately, I still don't know what Greg or Jones look like because I was unable to take my eyes off of Plum's mustache. Mm-hmm. The thing is something no one asked for right now. <laughs> and who can blame them? Truly. Yeah. Like, I can't. You think you think that listen, I'm looking at anything else on our live feed listen, with that mustache? I following brushed, it around? I brushed all of the Cheeto dust out of it before we recorded today. You're welcome. Next up, Kate Wall. Uh, when will you apologize to Milly Cole? Oh my God, Kate! Though <laughs> so maybe your negative feedback is what's motivating him to do this. So I might be okay with you three continuing to dig in your heels when you know you're wrong. Listen, Kate, Kevin, four turnovers. He forgot how to dribble in the middle of a rivalry game. Forgot. Like you have to, Kate. You have to admit. You saw him dribbling and and coughing it up like a buffoon, and you said, "I've seen this before, many times." I love Kate's follow up question here. <laughs> She's great. got receipts. She She's did. got receipts. Go she through did. these. This is so good. You read it because we're cited. We can't even speak to it. Follow up from last week's Twitter questions. Quote. Who do you have your money on not showing up against play uh, against PSU? Ali. Well, Kate, it's Malik Hall, Mike, <laughs> but it is Plum. 
the idea that Kate is just listening or so watching good. with like a notebook and she's like, all right, that's another, that's more Malik slander, more Malik slander for the slander file. Kate, what makes it worse is that the more you ask, the more we have to. Have take to, in. we have to, and I refuse to. Re- I refuse to surrender this ground. And then she oh, continues. Man. Lots of talk about my apology request being a bit is the real bit. You guys are jinxing him into playing career best games. Oh, no, this isn't Ooh. jinxing. This is nagging, Kate. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, this is what it is. No, I Le- mean, listen. <laughs> He has played for us for seven years, eight years. I don't know, too long. We can all yep. agree on that. Mm-hmm. Oh, we mm-hmm. and and his no, and his performance has been so abysmal that this is truly the reversion to the mean. He has to have thirty plus games from now until we win the national championship. It's the only way to explain how else he could have been as comically bad as he's been for years. Also worth mentioning, because I forgot to include in the outline, but uh, MSU is going to seek a red shirt for Jeremy Fierce. Yes, uh, yes good. We hope so. The, so we'll talk more about that later on. Hopefully it gets granted, uh, because feels like being shot early on in the season is a perfectly great reason why someone uh, should get extra had, year of eligibility. Yeah, no, no, he had, he Do you had want to talk about that, by the way? No. There was a, he had some difficulties that he's 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 getting Gus, better do you want to do you want to do anything Shut. for the community? You want to talk about that? Do you want to do anything? Mm-hmm. Kate, mm-hmm. I hope that your boy does great this week so we've got Kate, more examples of our own I, fire. I also want to say, Kate, if you participate in Twitter question power rankings this summer, yeah, that for sure would have won you yes. the week. <laughs> Just not the week, like, the whole fucking hands down. <laughs> Absolutely would have won you. Next up, Beth Morrow. Uh, should we now be worried about Ohio State? No, that, right? Like this is this is sort of uh, mother's baby trapped in the car. Strength and power, right? What? Like. No, that's great. Like you, you can you can pick the car up off of your baby. Oh, is yes. where he gotcha. was going with this. Gotcha. Mother's baby strength to the car. Sorry, yeah, mother's <laughs> mother's strength baby car. You I'm know. trying not to like Mother. sniffle too much right now. <laughs> oh, I know. Why didn't you turn around? Oh, wait, what happened to those big flowers that were behind you? Did you remove them? I did. That's too bad. Feathers. They're feathers. The feathers. I thought you could blow your nose in them. Nah. Uh, but like I said, though, Beth, hopefully that that all of that energy <laughs> has been expelled. Yeah, um, all over the floor. Go ahead. Next up from Beth, uh, <laughs> number two, what can we take from Ohio State's win over Purdue to prep for March 2nd and the Big Ten tournament? Mm. It's a good question. And one that, you know, a more reputable podcast would have an answer to. But um, here's what we know about that game. Uh, Ohio State won. <laughs> and they were not supposed to win no, that game. No, here's the answer. Did you? Fire Tom Izzo. And we'll do just fine, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I mean, what, what are you... What are you talking about, Beth? There's no answer here. I don't... I mean, I, and I said earlier... I said earlier, get old Jeff G involved with a Billy Club. That'll fix it too. All right. Is there a better word than sycophant to describe Gus Johnson? Give it your best shot. Mm, Plum. Greg. This is Greg. This no, is no, no, no. 
Greg, because I know what words you might use, and Plum, I think, gave you some license to use some words. I <laughs> 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 did. You should. There's this is a, your chance. in the uh, in the in our in our pre-podcast <laughs> meeting. Plum handed down a certain s- card to me. A, a I did. I gave card. him a card. I gave him a card. Um, I gave him this old slur card I gave yeah, him. Yeah, there's, uh, there's an old bit by Chris Rock where he outlines where exactly white people are allowed to use certain racial certain slurs. Word. Yeah. And Plum handed me one of those cards um, in, in our... In our pre-read, and let me tell you, I am not willing to use it right now. <laughs> but like, truly, it was—it's just like with with Gus Johnson. Like, it's one thing to be a fan, but like, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. What? What, what do you it, gain from you this? You get nothing from it. Your you peers, get nothing. You're truly like Michigan fans don't care any more about you than they did before. And mm-hmm. they like because they think that even if you if you they think that Gus, when you give a compliment to Malik Hall, that that's just like the ultimate like betrayal to them. Um, and your peers have to be like, what is he doing? What, are, are the rules different now? This reflects just so poorly on you as a professional. I don't get it. I don't understand why he's like, I've carved out this exception for myself and I can just do whatever I want. And I'm just glad that we have him on the record just being like, I'm a Michigan fan. Yeah, boom. That's it. And there's just no denying it at this point. There's a benefit to just naming that. I think that's right. Alpha cuck. All right, next up, Ryan Schultz. Last se- Ugh, moron fucking Gus. Last season, Gus J kept repeatedly saying, Jet with two T's. Why did he miss the obvious opportunity to coin a new nickname for his beloved scum team? Sans O-Dog. Sans O-Dug. <laughs> say that Sans one wrong. O-Dug. Sans O-Dug. I think it has a nice ring to it, no? Sans. Sans, Sans O-Dug. Sans o Dog. Other people have already discussed this, but if my parents made my name a verb, yeah, you'd have a problem. Uh, I'd probably head to the courthouse. Yeah, there's a dog in our neighborhood named Doug, spelled the same way. <laughs> well, that makes sense because that's a thing he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> right underneath mm-hmm. the fence. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. last up from Ryan Schultz. Does number 22 continue to start? Should number 22 continue to start? Jonesy? Yes and yes. Yes uh, and yes. Boo. There you go. You heard it here first. I, I mean, no. he wins the tip off. He'll check out otherwise. He's, he's going to get time. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, like just now? Like he's just going to begin checking out? <laughs> We've I, talked about he, this before. This is not the first team where it's like, Who's playing at the end of the game is more important than yep. who's playing at the beginning of the game. And Tom mm-hmm. Izzo has done that his entire career. All right. You can go Great. all the way back to, you know, even the national championship winning team. Yep. Where their Next up longest is Zach. tenured NBA player came <laughs> off the bench. Yeah. Zach Colmoden? 
Zach created this account solely to demand an apology to Malik Hall. Mm. That you were wrong. I demand it. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. You, you're misreading it. To demand the de- apology of Malik Hall. In other words, Malik owes us and every MSU fan an apology for his abjectly terrible performance week after week, year after year. I agree with you, Zach. Thank you. And I'm glad you named him. You're welcome. We, yeah. <laughs> Great. That- and also, Kate, you're doing so well. You don't need to make burners. You, you, <laughs> yeah. This isn't a requirement. <laughs> okay. But Zach, if you're real, welcome to Twitter. And I'm really sorry. Yeah. It's going don't, to really yeah, You don't want to be on Twitter right now. Go over to YouTube. Yeah. And go also, like else. and make more accounts and like and subscribe uh in other places <laughs> next or, uh next up from ali uh when did you know we were winning saturday night for me it was the 12 minute mark of the first half when they started committing the dumbest turnovers never a doubt mm. i think when they fouled uh davis smith uh with 0.4 seconds left in the half is when i said you're truly too dumb to earn this game Uh, for me it was literally the press conference uh after illinois when he was saying you're welcome you can't watch an individual truly have a mental break in front of you and not realize like this is just not funny anymore i mean we're gonna make fun of it but it's not like it's sad and he needs help like truly he needs help he's not well and he he isn't capable of coaching period so uh, that's I'm what we would win. I, I knew talk. about these meltdowns that they had, but I never believed that they could happen to us until mm-hmm. I was watching it watching take it. place over the last five minutes. And I was like, I've read about this. I've seen yep. it in the stat log. I've watched it a couple times, but like yep. truly here it is. And you are absolutely right. Sorry, Jonesy, yep. I interrupted you. No, no, no. Uh, I just was going to note that we didn't talk about the generous terms under which he described the situation that Terrence was in. Because he the, remembered it was halfway almost as through if he had about a it. sense of empathy for the situation, mm. as if he could really put himself in the shoes. <laughs> put himself you in the don't... old scissor lift, as it were. Nope. No one talks about that, Michael. No. Uh, no one up, talks about uh, that. <laughs> uh, from Ali is if Alan Heller succeeds in his mission of wiping in Ann Arbor off the map what does that mean for the Clearwater Grill will my sister be installed as viceroy of what remains of the Huron River conurbation that's a great great word wow. I don't know that word wow. that, you may have made, that you may have made up because I also don't know that word okay Oh, no, uh, look at what you've done. Oh, it does. It's, it means an extended urban area to typically consisting of several towns merging with the suburbs of one or more cities. Actually, that uh, is a so poor description that, of the river. The, the river the, like clearly, really snakes through Ann Arbor. Yeah. Clearly, Grill it actually pulls in a halfway decent Spartan crowd because of its proximity to Jackson. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And if you live in Grass Lake, you'd want to go there for sure. Next up, Lorenzo Verheisman asks, is it pathetic of Spartan fans to bring up beating the Wolverines in gymnastics along with hockey and basketball somehow make up for getting slaughtered in football? I mean, do we really want to start talking cross-country and field hockey? And I am a Spartan myself. 
I actually completely agree with Lorenzo here. I think this is a topic <laughs> worth talking about. Yeah. I think there have been years where we as a podcast have been like, congrats on your softball University of Michigan, but no one cares. I mean, these would have been peak D'Antonio years. Yeah. So is it that we're being inconsistent here? I mean, we we sell we took the time to celebrate how no, the amount I don't of think success so that we've think, had against them. No, because I think we have always been consistent on celebrating the performances of our women's programs, of our non-giant revenue from the beginning of this podcast, this podcast has always celebrated those other sports and our success therein. But isn't it also true that truly like football is in one column and then even men's basketball and even hockey or even whatever else you wanted to choose. They're an entirely different column over here. And especially given the way that that game went. The, 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 is anyone is anyone pretending that football didn't happen? No, that's true. That's a good point. No, like it, and and if we're going to keep it at revenue sports, sure. Tell me that as annoying as it is that those cheating motherfuckers won, that we wouldn't be ecstatic in our own right about winning a national championship in basketball this year. Sure. <clears throat> yep. And to bring up those other sports is is not about erasing their accomplishment, asterisk, in football. <laughs> but it is to celebrate what we're accomplishing as an athletic department. I think that's if true. someone's suggesting that beating them in in these other sports erases football, then that person's a moron. Yeah. Because they kicked our ass. And they did the year before that, too. Like it, yeah, I think the it's last a, <clears throat> the last few years haven't been fun. Right, the last the two idea years that we should fun. The year before that was very was, fun. Oh, very fun. And, and Gus said a lot of fun. See you in New York, and I'll never forgive him for that. But yeah, the I, I guess I just mean to say that if anyone's proposing that it's one to one or that we need to that the scale is weighed by victories across all sports, that person is lying. Or is deeply invested in non-revenue sports in a way that is not relatable to most people who listen to this podcast or online or whatever. But it doesn't mean like I'm going to celebrate those victories because beating Michigan's awesome. Yeah, I don't care what sport beat them always. <clears throat> That's right. And apparently, it's the women's basketball team who has annihilated them for 50 years. Yeah, and I, we, we didn't should know. be talking about that more. How did Correct. we not know? <laughs> Yep. Truly amazing. Next up, <clears throat> and good question, Lorenzo. Yes, uh, great, although, agree. great question. Agree. Although, it is a good question. Although we can't, because it was a good question, we couldn't possibly want you to win the Heisman. We definitely, though, might want you to win the Walter Camp Award, which is for yep. sure Go what back. you should change your name to. People are saying. <clears throat> People are saying. All right, Nikitsky is up next. Will you play the NCAA 25 game? Well, this was the subject of like maybe... 20% of my conversation with uh, the Mr. Shaham this week. Um, and I'm excited about this personally. And Jonesy, mm. when you and I were roommates over at the Delta yep. Arms, this was in the rotation. 
we played this game, the NCAA series of games, a lot. Uh, Plum, I can't speak for you. Like, what's your experience, Plum, with the NCAA video games? I don't have any thumbs, so it's always made working a controller very difficult. I have two index fingers on each hand, and they're just gangly and un untoward. Yeah, yeah, that yep. sounds awful. And um, <laughs> okay. if it ends up being a bunch of microtransactions, though, that is going to be disheartening. Mm-hmm. It will be to to have waited this long and to have it back now and then just to lose it again for it to that be way. a money yeah. grab like that would be truly awful. But will you be surprised is the question. No, no. Uh-huh. If anyone that's paying no. attention right now in gaming cannot be it's surprised. Not be. Yep, that's right. I asked this question to Matt <clears throat> um, and I'll ask it to you guys. If you were going to play this game. The a lot of this is coming up because they've released both a promotional video and promotional graphics. One of them definitely features the winged helmet in the upper right hand corner. If it turns out to be be like a Blake Corum or something like that Mm. as the cover athlete, is that disqualifying for you guys? Would you not buy it simply because a University of Michigan particularly because he's going to get more money as a result of it funneled through his llc in wyoming Wyoming. Mm yeah my god my Uh, god i talk about this at length with matt sheehan (laughs) going over to uh going over to locked in locked on pardon me from earlier this week on the cover yes if or if that's my joke from that that was your thank you you messed Uh up the joke because there's the uh the sort of (laughs) picture where depending on what angle you look at it mm. the picture is different He's telling that you how to make it funny a better up. version of the joke that's good that's good. all right so matt sheehan um jonesy's upset that he didn't get invited all, right. Week. Uh, all right all right all right you last had a better up. joke there was a one available you should have run to the writer's room last right. up from the keith scheme <laughs> I'm moving this along because I'm never invited to anything, and I really resent it. Really resent it. This is all about the search getting canceled on you. That's what this is all about. I didn't even get invited onto the search. (laughs) Ali, you can fuck all the way off. (laughs) Come to Detroit. See what happens. All right. uh, Michael Jones, predict the NCAA men's basketball champion. Michigan State. Next question. MZA. What OSU's what's OSU's win mean for MSU's chances next week? Improved. Truly, I believe this. Improved. Like I, I think it's going to be an emotional hangover for them. Yeah, um, that's right. I, think that's right. I could be wrong. We'll find out. What next is this up from MZ- ceiling? Oh yeah, good. Next up from MZA Jonesy. What is this team's ceiling in terms of seeding? Probably at this point in time, a five, and that includes a run in the big 10 tournament in the tournament yeah i think that's that like it it beats purdue maybe beats them a second time like that's what we're talking here yeah the problem about a second time is that that would probably be in the championship game and that Mm -hmm. won't matter for seeding there's nothing you can do at that point that's fair so it is in on that yeah i mean really the the thing though is if you go to Mackey and you win, it is the best win in college basketball. And what yeah. is that worth to the committee? Not much. Not after Malik Hall's performance this season. But this does. Next up, I Cedar mean, Village. <laughs> this feels like a five ceiling. Continue. Mm-hmm. 
Six for Next me. up, Cedar Village Bagel. Uh, this question is to give the beautiful video podcast some juice. I okay. must have missed something. Probably. Uh, can't read, can't write, show and tell edition. Show us your favorite MSU-themed item in your house. Could be something cool or something historic. Could be your favorite jersey, shirt, wall art, or even your degree. Cedar Village Bagel, this is segment fishing, and we welcome it in the summer. Summer. Yeah. And we Cedar Village sh- Bagel, this is great if we read things in advance, which we do not. We refuse to. Uh, do you guys want to name your thing, though? Like, if you just off the top of your head, what you might grab? I, nope. Next question. <laughs> Cedar Village Bagel, come back. Come, come back, back in July. Come back in July. Uh, JD underscore Jerbear, how many cone card jerseys is too many for one person to buy? Six. Mm. 55. 56. 56. Mm. Plum, did you turn them all into that, a... that at one point during the Michigan game, his free throw percentage was the same name as his, was the same number as his jersey number? <laughs> Did you notice that? I did. And how not did that make you feel? <laughs> uh, it would have been good. It would have been real good. good? Fifty-five is good for you. Oh, fifty-five percent. I thought you were talking about five for five. That's a hundred percent. No, it was no. his free throw percentage is fifty-five <laughs> percent. Oh, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> I did think Next you meant JD, five for five. Bear. Can we all admit Gus Johnson is brutal and not entertaining or good at his job? Yes. Yes, yes. I'll admit it. Nate C, next up, what will it take to get at JD's underscore, <laughs> underscore Jer Bear on the pod to talk at MSU underscore hockey? Does Who? he know something? Who? Who's this person? No, he does broomball, I thought. Didn't he do broomball in college? I think, yeah, he's the broomball guy. The broomball ice, anyway, ice broomball. Nate C, yeah, when broomball gets big, we'll bring this JD we'll bring underscore on, uh, Jer Bear house a lot, too. Jor- Jordan mm-hmm. Bear, what's his name? Yeah. I don't even know. Right. Yeah. Next up, yeah. Nate C. Can Cone Car fly just a little bit? He did. Put yeah. That. Put back dunk was not easy. So Nate C is on to something here. Mm. It was like a underneath the basket, up and around and in type of thing. Yeah. Bonus yeah. and related is car greater than bridges. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So far hasn't tried to just beat his love interest yeah. to death with a hammer. That's or a, change, like weirdly change all the profile <clears throat> names so that mm-hmm. he can send messages against the court orders into her home. Yeah, it's um, not good. No. Yeah. Did we also want to take this opportunity to distance ourselves from other former MSU Brin. athletes? Brin. That... Brin. Second time for Bryn, too. Poor Bryn. It, poor, poor, poor Bryn's no. victims, really. Really, if we're like we're survivors, I guess. Why though? Like, yeah. Why is it that when are... you have so much? Yep. You just want to throw it away. You just literally want to take it and you just want to light it on fire. <clears throat> Talent, skill, learning potential, money. Just, just destroy it. I don't know about Bryn Forbes when he was here, but the like truly the disappointment of who Miles Bridges turned out to be mm-hmm. from from where he was when he yep. was here, when he the way that he decided to come back, his some of the comments that he made in the media about how he was getting family pressure to go pro, and he was just like, I'm not into that consumerism stuff. Like I thought there was so much there and the fall from that has been so discouraging. Yep. 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 Next up, 
Carl, you do too much, bro. If you're Gene Smith, are you trying to land Paris, Miller, or May to replace Holtman? Mm. 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 If you're Gene Smith, you're so close to retirement, you don't know anything. You're an imbecile. <laughs> you don't care. You might leave this one for the next guy or gal. Probably. Why not? You know, frankly. Uh, yeah. By way of contrast from Carl, you do too much, bro. If you're Ward Manuel, are you trying to take a nice little nap at your desk after a big lunch, you sleepy little fella? <laughs> this is great. That they showed him at the beginning great. of the game. They didn't show him at the end of the game. I'll say that. He does snoozing. He had his hand still in the nacho cheese dip, and he just was snoozing. That's a big snoozing guy. The thing that I know in here is true is that it was a big lunch. <laughs> Next up, Uncle Helge. Helge. Jonesy, are you suffering a groin injury? I am not. Next up, Uncle Helge. Should Spartan Nation have thrown their trash onto the court in Chrysler Arena? What would Alex Plum recommend throwing hot dog wrapper socks hygiene supplies? Mm. Used hygiene supplies, Uncle. Next mm-hmm. up, Matt Wiggins. The three of you playing pickup to 21 against Stevie, Malik, and Madi. What's the spread? Oh, that, oh my God. I mean, we This is the first right. basketball game I could ever possibly win. I. I think because they got to spot us a few points. They got to spot us a few yeah, points. Only a couple. You know, Stevie would not make, none of them would make any of their free throws. That's how you'd win the game right there. <laughs> so just I, hack a, all of them? Is what hack you're all of them, and then I would just be underhand throwing my free throws, and I'd make them all. Removing the, the actual uh, scholarship athletes from this, do you think Stevie Izzo can go to IM West and just own fools? Do you think people have no. stories? Yeah, I actually agree with that because he was coming off the bench uh, in his high school game. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a nitto guy. That 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 nitto guy. <laughs> but next up, hell of a way to score points in an actual college uh, basketball yeah, game, oh, which I've never legendary, done. legendary, yeah. no, 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 well, taking nothing away. Correct he that he executed it against a Big Ten starter at a yes. Big Ten level. Iconic. Yes. Yes. Next 100%. up, Beppe Plum. ADHD kicked in and I didn't hit post and miss the faces of disgust. That was my biggest regret of last week. With that, which name phrase is the best? Cup of Joe. I'm going to Ralph. I'm just joshing you. Plenty of jokes about Richards. Don't horse this up. Can we be plum silly? Mm. Mm. I think it's don't horse this up. I think the commitment to the horse bit is going to always be my favorite. Pepe Plum. Yeah, Next I was up, afraid Pepe, that you were going to horse week. that question, but then you pulled it off. In the you pulled end. it off. <laughs> rant of the week, Peacock. Also the new Spartan <laughs> radio app that no longer streams in the app, but in a web browser. <laughs> the random pauses every 10 to 15 seconds was worse than losing a game. Uh, everyone who's not hosting the show is terrible. Oh, and a hockey on BTN Plus, woof, and horsed. F him still, but not Fago. Uh, I remember when I was living in the Chicago suburbs and I had to rely on the Spartan radio app and it was Mm -hmm. enough to make me move back to Michigan. That was Mm. the inciting (laughs) incident. Do you not listen to WJR? Well, I do now. WJR? Yeah. I'm back here. But when I was living in Chicago, I had to rely on that app. They have a WJR app. You could listen to the WJR app. That's how I listen to all my That was a while ago, Plum. 
Oh, it's longer than WAJR had an app? I don't think AM radio even knew what apps were at the time that uh-huh. I was in the Chicago suburbs. All right. And also, it does happen sometimes that they have different rights. And it is what true. they sometimes stream they are, is different yeah. from what's being broadcast. Not often. That happens on happen. the impact a fair amount. Mm-hmm. So yep. I, Beppe, I have relied on that resource in the past, and I can feel your pain for where you're at right yep. now. Yep. Next yep. up, Mamapa Leaf. MSU women's basketball just swept U of M for the season. First time since 2019. 75 to 25 wouldn't suggest that. It was a game of runs and big plays per Coach Freilich. What makes her the real deal so soon in her tenure? Are you not yet impressed? We're all impressed, Susan. Mm-hmm. Everybody's, yeah, we, we were talking about it. Were you not yeah, listening been talking 20, about 30 this. minutes ago? Have you, did you not hear we this episode in past advance, Mamopoleaf? Come on. Come on, Come Mamopoleaf. on. Damn. I'm Why gonna, so aggressive? I'm going to take this opportunity to co-opt Mamopoleaf's questions. These mm-hmm. types of stats. First mm. time since 2019. First time since mm. 2021. Mm. When is it that something like this actually registers for you? Because like mm-hmm. the, the gymnastic thing where it's like mm-hmm. first win in Ann Arbor since like the Clinton administration. Right. That tracks. That's that screen something. time to me. Yep. yep. But something like this where it's like, oh, first specified road win in conference in several yeah. years. Yeah. This doesn't do anything for me. It's Bush. performative. Bush. It's performative. It's Bush. It's, it's just oh, I had to find that factoid so that I had something to say. Nah. Or, or sometimes you'll get like first conference championship in five years. And I'm like, good for you. There are 20 <laughs> teams now in conference. <laughs> That yeah. means a lot. Like if it's Ohio State and you're like first football conference championship in three years, that might be worth saying something. Yeah. But yeah. when it's Wisconsin or anyone or us or anyone else, it's like, um, yeah, good. That means it's a good program continuing to be good. It just seems lazy to me, mm-hmm. especially when yeah. the program is 75 and 25 against U of M overall. Yep. That's right. Right. Last up from Amopoleaf. Do you look better on Mondays than on Sundays? Is that why the change in recording day? Plum. That's to you. That's on me. I asked to move this to Mondays because Sunday nights, time with the old hubby, it was good to have some dedicated Q time. Q is not queer. It's quality. That's interesting. (laughs) Definitely not how you described it to us. Well, I'm a liar. Serial liar. It's hard to keep them all straight. I tell so many lies, in fact. But anyone who's consistently listened to this podcast knows that's the truth. <laughs> Next up, Upper Deck, your guy, what's the ugliest face you can make? Don't do it. Don't do it. He's just... He's just trying to take screenshots so we can change our avatars. That's also, what he's doing. you don't know this podcast at all. If you thought that we were going to give you the fodder for that, <laughs> yeah, it has to happen organically. Upper deck jerk guy, this is too vain a podcast for us to just be like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a phase. What do you think of Aikens' last two games? They've been great. Good. Yeah. Grant. Is the Michigan was the Michigan game great? Was it <clears throat> no, great? but it was pretty fine. It was passable. It was, pretty, it was good. It was good. I mean, his fine. games before the last two games, I would say, were better than the last two games. Mm-hmm. I said good, great, grand, wonderful. No mm-hmm. yelling on the bus. Good. <sighs> okay. No yelling on the bus. Chris last up from the architecture guy, I keep losing track. Is Izzo washed or no? 
I don't think anyone hears. No, I suggested think I came for him. No, I think I suggested he needed to be oh, fired a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you ago. said you take him out behind the barn, I believe. That's, and I think that's you where said all even the good today. old horses go. Yeah, turn him into glue. I think yeah, even today I you said he's... you would fire him to, for a win against Ohio State at home. I think that's... Hello? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, f- for the Purdue win, I think. Purdue right? at home. In two weeks. Pardon me. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I still will. All right, uh, we get a, hopefully a lively week of another two basketball wins, and that is worth celebrating. Uh, until then, gentlemen, go green. Go ahead. Uh, go, go state. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Worst callback. That's good. That's really good.